0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. Gary John Bishop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Currently carrying a little bit of a, I don't know, cold or something going on in my throat. So if I sound a little bit weird to you this week, um, I'm afraid you'll just have to, you'll just have to put up with it. It's been a, a blockbuster couple of weeks for me. I mean, the the book, Grow Up came out September 12th. Um and it's been really interesting to talk to people about the book, to be interviewed about the book. You know, I've taken on a bunch of interviews, so there's a bunch of other podcasts out there with um, you know, hour long conversations about that particular topic. And the and the topic really is more about growing up, which <clears throat> I think I think we live with this illusion that by the time you're in your 20s, you've grown up. <laughs> And, and in my experience, it's just not true. There's just still so much stuff lingering in the background from childhood in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and for some people all the way to the grave, right? Like it just goes the whole way. And um, you can't, I mean, you know, I've had these conversations with people, you know, because I know in this genre, there's lots of motivational people, lots of people that grind and, you know, you got to do it and you got to push, and you got to, you know, all that sort of stuff, <clears throat> and that's fine. I mean, I guess it has its place from time to time. But you know, if, if you want to make any substantial change in your life, um, at some point you're going to have to go back and understand that a bit better, right? Than than the way you might describe it right now, <clears throat> and it's and it's and it's a constantly revealing kind of work. You know, it's constantly revealing itself. <clears throat> so when I when I wrote "Grow Up," you know, it ties in to some things that I'd touched on in other books. You know, like I'd maybe mentioned it, but I, I took the opportunity in "Grow Up" to really to really explain to people. You know, you can't go through a childhood untouched. It's fucking absurd to think that that would be the case. Um, But also, you know, as I said at the time, that doesn't give, if you have children, it doesn't give you carte blanche just to fucking go ahead and do whatever the hell you want with that child or children. But you do have to understand, like, they're going to interact with life, you included, and they're going to come to whatever decisions they're going to come to. And later in their life, they're going to pay for those fucking decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I couldn't put it any any simpler than that you know you you pay for the decisions of your childhood people think they pay for what happened in their childhood and no you you pay for what you decided about what happened in your childhood and, and then grow up, you know, I, I dive into it a lot better. I, you know, I let people see, like, you might have had a really fucking shit father or a shit mother, and you might see things on TV, and you're like, why was my parents, why were my parents not like that? Once you dive into this, you'll see why we're fucked. You'll see why we're screwed. So, So grow up is one of these things <clears throat> that you can't grow up Until you reveal to yourself the mechanism that stopped it. Right? It just stopped it. And it doesn't take much. You know, I used to do these workshops years and years ago. And I I remember having people, you know, saying, well, you know, this all sounds good. And I'm glad all these people are getting something out of this. But, you know, my childhood was fine. It takes like a fucking 10-minute conversation. They're crying like a fucking baby. That's all it takes. Because you become so conditioned to it, like it's nothing to you. You just shrug your shoulders, right? Like <clears throat> many people are pretending like their childhood loneliness isn't impacting them anymore. They're fine with it. Or that, you know, their father was went bankrupt or was an alcoholic. Or that time you couldn't pay the fucking power bill. Or your car get repossessed. People love to pretend that none of that really impacted them. But once you dig in it, you'll see how not only not only did it impact you, but it's not the impact that fucks you. It's, like I said earlier, it's what you decided about that shit. That's what fucks you. And that's what people, you know, fucking headlong into the late teens and early 20s. There's nothing quite like the arrogance of youth, right? Cause it's like no, no, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm fine. Come back when you're ready, and you will be fucking back. Now you know I don't want to get in the way of any of that, but you know I do say to people like, <clears throat> you know, and, and this was a comment I made a long time ago. You know what would what would your advice be to young people? And it was don't come out of your twenties without having done the work on your childhood. If you do that work on your childhood, coming out of your twenties, yeah, you'll be you'll be good. You'll be able to you'll have a much bigger say in how your life's going to turn out. For most of us though, it's your 30s, 40s, and 50s. You're kind of like, oh shit. You know, this isn't working. So <clears throat> again, grow ups out there, it's on the shelves, it's on Amazon.com, it's on Audible. It's if you're in the UK, it's in WH Smith and a host of other British bookstores. Amazon.co.uk and uh and on the Audible, by the way, I do the uh I do all the Audibles, right? You guys know that. The only Audible I didn't do was the first one in the UK. And I didn't do that. You know, I think they thought I was a rookie and couldn't handle it. And then that first book, you know, I got nominated for a freaking Audi or something, which is like it's like it's like the Academy Awards for Audible books. (laughs) <laughs> I think I surprised a few people. I surprised my fucking self with that thing. What am I talking about? Um, I was the, I was the first author in the history of Harper Collins to sell a million audiobooks. <laughs> and yeah, I was fucking as surprised as they were. So, you know, not a hint of arrogance. I'll take what's coming, that's all fine. But anyway, let me get to I want to get into um like this week's. Topic, and um, you know, like like everything, you know, I get, I get, I get a lot of time in my hands to think, and sometimes I'm just sitting on the fucking sofa, right? I mean, it's not like I'm holed up in some enclave somewhere, you know, like some scene out of a Hollywood movie or something, you know. I, you know, I could be sitting on the sofa, or walking down the street, or driving my car, or you know, I, I see some social media item or i see something on television and it just kind of hooks a little thought in there and then I, and then i kind of start diving into it so this week hasn't been in fact by the way one of the things that i talk about and grow up is blame and that's exactly how i got into that world of blame it was literally just a passing thought that i had and i just pursued the thought so anyway there's no there's no particular way that i come up with these subjects um and sometimes they're just fucking random but but this week's issue um it's something that i see everywhere with people i see it all over the place it's very very common and it comes down to a simple like a lot of times when people are listening to this kind of work and they're listening to somebody like me talk um, they they think it's a lot of faffle. They think it's a lot of shit. And they're just like, this is nonsense. Um, and that's because they people don't want to confront their built-in cynicism. People don't want to confront their built-in cynicism. It's hard. and I remember years ago having a conversation with a guy, and I said, Me, people are fundamentally cynical. And he got really fucked up by it. And what fucked him up was that he spent his whole life being super fucking positive and he just wasn't willing to be with that people were cynical and he was fucking, you know, in and this and that. And, and and what was there in the moment was his cynicism, <laughs> not his skepticism. He was cynical in the fucking moment. And I would invite you to take that on as like a little spotting exercise for yourself. The number of things in this life that you automatically just write off because you're fucking hardwired for cynicism. And we are cynical. You know, I mean, look in your own life right now. Just think of the people in your life that you're cynical about. They'll never change. It'll never get any better. It's always the fucking same. la 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 la. I mean that person opens their mouth and you're already in the fucking mode you're already there think of it like your mom your dad your sister your brother your friend your boss you're already cynical people say things and you're immediately looking for the fucking ulterior motive I mean I have to keep saying it over and fucking over about my work and why I do what I do because because people are just waiting for the other fucking shoe to drop they're all like, oh, yeah, when's he going to hit us for the fucking nineteen ninety nine a month or some shit? And I'm like, I'm not hitting you for that. And if I fucking did, it would be worthwhile. But I'm not. It's not what I'm doing. I don't, I'm not interested in your fucking money. You know, like, I don't want you to sign up for fucking programs and sh- all that shit. Why? Because... It's not what my work's about. My work's about making a difference. But that I, that I even have to keep having that conversation is to combat and deal with straight in the face people's cynicism. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, but. Yeah, 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 sure, but. And so what happens is in society, by the way, we, and you know this, we build people up and then we burn them down, Right. We burn them down because it's like a gotcha moment. Fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. So, you know, we are, we're our cynicism is inbuilt, and you, and you're you're cynical about all kinds of things. Not only all kinds of people, but all kinds of things. You're, you're cynical about sometimes when I talk about. I mean, last week's show was all about potential, possibility, producing out of the box kind of fucking results for your life, and la 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 la. And I know many of you are just sitting there rolling your fucking eyes all the way through it, rolling your eyes like oh yeah here we fucking go dreams huh people don't want to, and 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 I'll tell you look n- none more so than in Scotland right I mean in Scotland you know they're they're very dry about that sort of thing you know they just they don't want to get fooled do so they're on edge about it. They write it off. They laugh at it. They ridicule. Which, you know, that sort of behavior sometimes leaves people with the experience of like, well, I'll just keep my head below the, below the line of fire. I mean, not me. I'm like, fuck it. Here we go anyway. But cynicism is inbuilt for all of us. You know, we're 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 waiting to be duped or fooled or tricked right? And and then there's the certain, like I said, situations, circumstances, people in our lives that we've just written off like it will never get any better. And there's an arrogance in that too. And it's a fucking screaming arrogance in it. I remember having these conversations with people. I used to say, do you really feel like you could change the right things lined up? You could really change? And they'll say, yeah, I think I fucking could. And I say, good for you. What about your mom? And they'll say, no, not her. I'm like, that's, what the fuck? (laughs) Why not? And then they just roll out their fucking, you know, battery of reasons, excuses, and justification. Like, it's available for me, and it might take a lot and a lot of work and blah, 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 but not for fucking them. I mean, they're fucked. That's not how it works. Everybody's got a shot. Right. Everybody's got a shot at a new kind of expression. Everybody's got a shot at that. And the only thing that stops you from having that point of view, by the way, is your cynicism. Is your cynicism. And I'm not talking about being optimistic, right? Because that's just to try and, that's just to try and overcome your cynicism. Let me try on some fucking optimism. No. I'm saying address your cynicism and the damage that it does. And notice the way that you're already listening and interacting with people and situations in a very predictable way based in your own cynicism about where you work, what you do. I'll never be happy. It'll never work out for me. That's your cynicism. It's too hard. I can't do it. That's your cynicism over and over and over. So then, what do you do with that? Well, you take fucking responsibility. How do you take responsibility for your cynicism? You acknowledge that it's playing out. That, yeah, what's at play here is my cynicism. And, you know, like my favorite little word intervene with your own cynicism. Because here's the thing I want people to get your cynicism is always on. It's always on. It's just not always in the foreground. But it's always on. It's never off. Your cynicism is always on. It's always there, waiting to show up. Uh oh. Uh oh. And look, I understand it. I mean, again, most of what we do as human beings in the everyday living of our lives is just based on some sort of fucking survival. I mean, you can get why, you know, in the early seedlings of life that showed up when people were wandering around the wilderness and the threat of nature just fucking eating you up. You can get why people would cast that kind of cynical eye on certain people and situations. But it's, it's built in. We're, we're cynical about all fucking kinds of shit. And, and it... It does at times. It gets in the way of, of joy, of true connection. Right, that moment when you're saying yourself, saying something to yourself about someone, as they're talking or saying something. And that moment, you're like, oh yeah, that's a barrier right there. Like that's you're not expressed there. Right, that's a that's a, a, a you know a thing that sometimes surprises people. When you look at earning your life and you see how many people are you truly free to be yourself with? <clears throat> and they'll say, well, usually they'll come up with some bullshit about their friends, right? But I, I want you to try on the idea that being yourself is a rare occurrence. I mean, to really get that statement, you'd have to understand what I'm saying when I'm talking about yourself. See, we mostly live our lives like we are a personality. Oh, I'm introverted, or I'm quiet, or I'm outgoing, or I'm, I'm analytical. and I'm no, That's not you. None of that shit's you. None of that stuff. All of those characteristics, that's not you. That's how you explain you. That's not you. That's what you'll mostly act upon. It's not you. It's what you've come to identify with. It's not you. You are the space in which all of that lives. You are the space in which all of that that I just described, traits, characteristics, behaviors, moods, that all just shows up in the space that you are. You're a fucking space for life. And one of those hardwired components that continually show up in that space is this thing called cynicism. The intellect, the smart that you are, the intuitiveness that you are has got nothing to do with all that other stuff. (laughs) It's got nothing to do with all that other shit. Whether you're a fucking empath or whatever, it's not, it just shows up where you are. And now you identify with it. So you describe yourself as that. It doesn't matter what it is. If you are by default, you know, quick-witted or funny or something, you didn't come out fucking cracking jokes, mate. You came out kind of upset, actually, if I was going to tell the truth. (laughs) But somewhere in your life, you learned that being funny, being humorous, allowed you to function in a group or with a person. So you leaned into it so much. Now, like your brain just fucking coughs up one-liners left, right, and center. And then they'll say, you're funny. Well, the truth is, now, funny just shows up where I am. That's more accurate. It shows up. And then when the thought's there, there's a moment when it either go, it's either just going to disappear in my head or it's going to fall out of my mouth. And as it falls out my mouth, I get to perpetuate the myth that I'm funny. It's not true. Brain patterns and behaviors. So here's my little invitation to you this week, right? Notice how much possibility, how much potential, how many people you've written off just simply because of your cynicism. And please don't don't bring any, any psychological fucking comparisons. Like people love to do this all the time. They'll hear me talking about something and they'll try and give it another tag or another phrase or another word that rings. But it's not what I'm talking about. Just get what I'm saying. Get the word that I'm using deliberately and just sit with that. You can have two ideas at the same time. We're cool like that, by the way, human beings. So just notice, notice how a lot of what gets in your way is just your cynicism. That's all in the cynicism's automatic. It's automatic, it just shows up and there it is. And then you either indulge it or you don't or you catch it for what it is and you're like, oh, well, wait a minute here, this is just, let me give this a deep look. Let me ask some questions. Let me connect. Let me understand me work my way through this nothing will kill off possibility quicker than that inbuilt cynicism and once all the bells are ringing you'll just act accordingly say no turn back you know get out of there write it off whatever the fucking thing is and it's part of all of our lives and and like everything i say I bring up the bad news sometimes for people because, not because I want you to dwell on it. I just want you to know that it's fucking there. I want you to know that it's playing out. Cynicism. It's playing out in your life. It's playing out in my life. And the more responsible you are for how automatically cynical you are, the more power you'll have to fulfill on the kind of life that you want to live. Period. All right, we're going to go on a short break right now. Before we go, remember, if you've got a question for the nation, 646-450-3203, 646-450-3203, or email me, connect at Gary John Bishop. Also, don't forget, with this show, by the way, I need you to write, review, and subscribe to this show. But more importantly, um, if you haven't got your new copy of Grow Up, I invite you to get your butt out there, buy your new copy, and review it wherever you buy it, okay? Jump onto the website. If you get it on Amazon, review it. You get the Audible, review it. Please review the books. It makes a massive difference, right? I mean, we get to really mess with our algorithms and and make a little statement on behalf of Unfuck Nation. So yeah, take one for the team. Get in there. We'll be back in just a moment. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the second part of the show. This is, of course, the part where we take a question from the nation. And look, I got some knockout questions this week from people. I could have picked any one of a dozen, right, that were just amazing questions. Um, But I'm always looking for the question that will have the biggest impact, But if you've sent a question into me in the past, you know, I want you to know if I made a decision not to have your question on the podcast, it's not out of some, you know, disregard for you or your life or your situation. It's not some fucking show busy, you know, like what will give us the biggest bang here? Like, no, I don't do any of that. Right. The question I pick is the one that I think will reach out to as many people as possible and resonate with them. And, you know, for everybody else, you know, I just invite you to keep the questions coming, right? Keep those life situations coming. I know it's not easy sometimes to sit down and pour your life into an in email. I know it's not easy to be that kind of vulnerable, especially with the prospect of it being on the podcast. So um, I want you to know that I, that I hear you, I see you, I acknowledge you um, for the courage that it takes to, you know, share your life with some fucking guy on a podcast. So thank you. Uh, this week's question comes from George, and one of the reasons why I picked this question was, um, you know, George's situation, he he's doing work on himself, and he's he's using one of the books to do it, so I wanted to dive into it a little bit uh, for George, but for everybody else, so he said, hey Gary, I'm a reader of your books and listener of the podcast I'm from the UK. When I was lost, you were the start of me finding myself. I'm three years into a lot of work on myself, a lot of reading, and a lot of listening. My personal belief is that I am not liked. My view of others is that they are annoying and frustrating. It's not lost on me how these two views can react with each other and end up in a cycle. And I believe the world is scary. So, what George is pointing to here are the three conclusions that are in stop doing that shit. If you haven't read that book yet, you need to get into that book. There's so much so much foundational personal growth stuff in there. Anyway, he said, my personal view is the one that holds me back the most. So his personal belief is I am not liked. No matter how often someone tells me they like me, in the end, I don't believe them and I end up testing that. I regularly see a therapist and I don't feel I'm still at the bottom of what causes this view. Is that important? Although I've come a long way, I wondered whether there are common reasons you see in people who have this view or advice on how to wrestle with myself so they stop impacting so much. Keep writing and talking, I'll keep reading and listening. Thank you, George. All right, George, let's get into it. Um, so you know, for those of you that maybe haven't read Stop Doing That Shit, there's a part of that book where you where you uncover your what you've personally personally concluded about yourself. Okay. Or rather, your personal conclusion. Your personal conclusion is not a positive one. It's a negative one. And your personal conclusion, you're constantly looking for evidence for its accuracy. Now, there's a part here, George's personal conclusion is, I'm not liked. Now, there's there's another step, George, just waiting for you to step into, right? So my question to you would be, why not? And in your case, George, that's probably the most significant thing for you to start to uncover. Like, why are you not liked? Like, what's the general consensus? What's the general sense around you? Like, what do, you, what do people say to you sometimes? Or what have you heard? Because then you'll be kind of getting towards something. Remember, everybody's personality, everybody's persona is a social construct Is designed For you to make it in this life, and there might be elements of yours that are just getting in the way. But but I'll tell you one thing, and I know this to be true. I've seen it so many times. What people are very often what people are talking about when they say you know they don't they don't like somebody or that you know they don't take to somebody. There's generally some inauthenticity there, some pretense, and it's one of the things that human beings are pretty decent, especially young people or kids. Kids are brilliant at identifying an authenticity, right? And they're when they're in the presence of it, they'll just call it. So anyway, I would dive into that. And, and there's a lot of juice in there for you. Um, and then there's, you'll notice though, like, and well, in my view, this is what I would say, you're, you're getting a little too fascinated with yourself. So you need to start getting a little more fascinated about other people right? Now, that doesn't mean to say you don't do work on yourself. But at the same time, you know, the key to connection with people, which that sounds like ultimately what you're after here is some kind of real connection. The key to connection is you actually have to generate connection. You have to actually make connection happen. And you do that by being interested in what's going on with them, not fucking explaining yourself. So that's where I would dive in. That's the first place, that's a place that I would that I would dive in. The cause of that view, by the way, is irrelevant. Nobody cares now. I mean, you can go back and do work with a therapist and get to some of your some of your pivotal moments of your childhood where you made certain decisions about yourself and other people. I'm going to add a little caveat here though. Um, you said people are annoying and frustrating, right? That's your view of people that they're annoying and frustrating. Yeah, but how come? How come they're annoying? Like, what is it about people that's annoying? You're not quite there with that one. You need to go on another level. Like, what is it about people that's annoying and frustrating? But you can hear in both of your conclusions, your personal conclusion, your conclusion about people, just this chasm between you and the rest of the world. Connecting with people is a conscious act. You have to engage with it consciously. And like I said, the way to do it is get interested in other people genuinely interested in like people in their lives and what they're doing because ultimately that's what bridges gaps for us and you are the one that needs to bridge that gap so yeah it would be you that generates those kinds of conversations and that goes for anybody by the way that experiences that you know when you walk into a room and you know you're with other people but you feel alone you got to generate you got to get out and connect with people right and I know it's not always easy you know sometimes the way we're wired, like we feel like we want to retreat. We feel like we want to pull back. We feel like we want to just observe and judge, which is probably the most common. You gotta get out there, you gotta connect with other people, you gotta make choices. And and you know, you got sometimes you'll fail at it. Sometimes it'll go fucking badly. And so what, you know? Like, but that's the that's true of anything in life. You know, it's not always gonna go the way you thought, and that's okay. I would rather do it than not do it, and then later in life regret that i didn't just fucking step out there and that's the that's the thing that nobody wants to be left with at the end of the life any kind of regret you want to be left with it you gave this everything you fucking had and that's it all right with that you guys i'm going to leave it there for this week george thank you for your question as usual for everybody else that wants to participate in the show with questions conundrums problems uh maybe confusion you have a you know some of my philosophy and what I talk about and how I talk about it 646 3203 or you can email me at connected Gary John Bishop. You can also, by the way, not only leave me a voicemail at 646-450-3203, you can you can text me there too. Some people have been texting me recently. Um, and then finally, please, 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 and I'm not pleading. I'm being polite. Right review and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts Rate right? the show so you got to give it how many stars you think it needs of course i'm going to say five but whatever right you get to say rate review and subscribe to the show and if you haven't got your copy of the new book grow up becoming the parent your kids deserve this is your fucking job. go get it dive into the book and let's go see you on the flip side